Welcome to Inner Divine Alchemy, a podcast for spiritual seekers who dare to explore the depth of this divine existence and the constructs that make up our very reality. I'm your host, Kristen Martin, a fellow spiritual seeker, full-time creative entrepreneur, and best-selling indie author. If you're looking to go deeper on the types of things we discuss on this podcast, I sincerely hope you'll join me in my monthly membership community called the Inner Divine Collective at innerdivinealchemy.com. Without further ado, let's get metaphysical, shall we? dear friends, and welcome back to the Inner Divine Podcast. I am recording this in a different location in my house, so here's hoping that the sound quality is good. (laughs) But I was journaling this morning, and as I tend to do when I'm journaling, I think I may have hit on something really powerful that I wanted to come on here onto the podcast and talk about, which has to do with your responsibility as a co-creator. So I want to preface this by saying that over the last week and this week, I have been receiving messages from Source, from the Divine, from my guides, about how the collective is currently going through a collective lesson with regard to surrender and patience. We had a very long lesson regarding surrender and patience throughout the year of 2020, but as as things have started to pick back up, as people are wanting to return to normal, or I guess we could say society is wanting to push this agenda or this message that because there are vaccines available that we can get back to normal, there's a lot of resistance and pushback, not only from the collective, but just the energy of the universe and especially here on earth where that isn't necessarily the path forward that we are to be taking. And so there's a lot of push and pull right now. And so if you're feeling that as well, where you're still kind of in that paused state from 2020 where you feel more like there needs to just be more patience and we need to surrender a bit more and that rushing back into something like quote unquote normal and what was normal before is just basically trying to reverse time and move the clock backwards and almost like you're trying to fit puzzle pieces into a puzzle that doesn't exist anymore. It's a puzzle that's completely shifted and changed. And that's because it has, because as a collective, we have grown over the past year, especially, and we have a new outlook on life and what we value and what's important to us and what we're willing to trade for our time. And for many, many people working 40 plus hours a week for minimum wage or for salaries that are not matching the level of inflation for years and years and years is just not something people are 
willing to do anymore, right? And I see this as a good thing because we were getting to a place of burnout and exhaustion and focusing so much on the material world and moving so fast that we were unethically producing things, doing things, causing harm to our beautiful planet when in actuality, nature provides us with everything we need everything we need. We just don't know about it. We haven't learned about it because of course our education system and the things we're taught growing up is wanting you to depend on something outside of yourself, kind of really pushing nature to the background or thinking that we're better than nature when really we're a part of it. And if we had learned how to be one with nature and to really know that everything we need to survive and thrive already exists in nature in an abundant amount, then this system and and capitalism and the patriarchy wouldn't have been able to survive, which is exactly why it wasn't taught. And so now we're in this place of those who are waking up or those who have already awakened and been on a spiritual journey are finding like going going and finding and seeking this knowledge for themselves to really learn and understand how to survive and thrive when this structure falls because it will fall it will fall it is in the astrological charts with the planets and all of the transits pluto's return for the planet earth is happening next year in 2022 and so while it may seem like things are trying to go back to normal and you may be feeling that resistance to inside yourself, like not feeling really ready to go back to normal, like kind of maybe missing some of the things that normalcy provided, but overall in the bigger picture being like, I could actually do without that because there are more things that I value, which is like my soul (laughs) and my happiness and my time here, because that is the one thing that is limited in this physical existence and this human experience, right? It's limited by time. And so over the last week, I found myself starting to feel impatient and wanting to move quickly, not necessarily in terms of returning to normal, but I found myself really relying a lot on my external circumstances and what those looked like and kind of getting back into an old mindset one that I thought I had shifted out of completely, but it started to show up again, which was where I was starting to place my worth and my value in the external and really looking at everything and and using these things to define me and, and what that means about me, which is then separation and forgetting that you are one with source, you are one with the divine, and that all of this around you is just an experience. It's just temporary. And so it only means what you make it mean, right? So you can be someone who looks at your surroundings and the things that you own and how much money you're making as, okay, cool. It's my turn with this stuff around me. It's my turn to have this experience. And this is a cool experience. I like having these things. I like having this money flowing to me. And so I'm going to experience it and I'm going to feel good about it. and I'm going to be happy about it, but I'm also going to know that it is temporary. And so if things start to change in the future where maybe I don't have some of these things anymore, or the flow of money isn't as abundant or prevalent in my life, then 
that's just, that's temporary too. Like, and that's a part of the human experience is ebbing and flowing and understanding polarity and duality that everything has its opposite. And that in order to know what we do want, you have to know what you don't want. And the only way you can know what you don't want is if it happens to you and you have the experience. So you can either be that person who's just very like, you know, this is all temporary and this I'm here for the experience, right? Or you can be the person who is clinging so desperately onto everything and resisting change, avoiding any kind of internal conflict or tension because you don't want the change to happen, even though you already know deep down that change is inevitable. And so when things happen around you or you lose something or like the money's not flowing or you lose your job or like you lose your relationship or your friendship or you you quote unquote feel like you lost something along the way, you can look at that as something that defines you and makes you a shitty person or makes you unworthy of that thing in the future or better things in the future. So how does this tie in with being a co-creator? So I love the term co-creator because it takes some of the pressure off of your shoulders in feeling like you don't have to do everything alone in order to manifest your desires. It's that energy, it's that partnership, that that collaborative energy of working with something else in order to co-create your reality. And so the thing is, is that we are all co-creating all the time. There are just some people who are unconscious co-creators, and then you have others who are deliberate co-creators. And we definitely want to fall into this latter category because for most of us, the majority of our lives in the beginning, we were unconscious co-creators. And maybe up until this point in this podcast episode, you have also been an unconscious creator. And I have to give Abraham Hicks and Esther Hicks and Jerry Hicks the you know, kudos to them, credit to them for coming up with these two terms because that is where I first heard it. But for the majority of our lives and for some people for all of their lives they are unconsciously co-creating because they don't actually understand the laws of the universe because those laws are not taught in school or in the education system and again that is because it's something that a system that is based on the external being tied to what you're worth doesn't want you to know what the truth actually is because then that structure, that system collapses and falls and it can't function. No system or structure can function without the participants, like without participants, period. Like (laughs) something can't exist unless you have people who believe in that thing. When people stop believing in that thing, when they stop participating in it, when they stop giving energy to it, it collapses and falls. And that's what we're seeing happen right now with capitalism and with the workforce, with the labor shortages, with the pandemic, is people no longer believing in what we were taught or what we were told was was the way to live our lives for the rest of our lives. So in being a deliberate co-creator, what this means is that you understand that there are unseen forces, aka the universe, the divine source, God, your higher self, however you identify with that. There are unseen forces that are working on your behalf. You are in a partnership 
with the unseen. You are in a partnership with energy because you are energy and everything around you is energy. And the reason you are here as a deliberate co-creator is to have the human experience. And what that human experience entails is converting energy into form, manipulating energy into form. That, that is why, that is why we're all here. Now, how you do that and what form it's going to take is going to vary from person to person because we do have souls and our higher self has, has chosen our journey, our path in this lifetime that we are to walk. And yes, there is free will. And so that's where we end up having things like challenges and, and setbacks because we, we can make choices, but ultimately we are on this path to get us to our highest good. And whether we decide to walk that path or stray from it is, is up to us. But I know that if you choose to listen and tune into your higher self and what is best and right for you, that you will walk down that path in this lifetime and your soul will expand and grow and learn (laughs) and blossom because of it. In a nutshell, we're here for the experience and we're here for the expansion because the universe is ever expanding. And so when you're not expanding, you're not aligned with the universe and the energy of the universe. So it's this process of continual growth. And I don't want to say growth as in like efforting to to grow and, and do personal development and all of that, but just the openness and the willingness to be completely cracked open, to strip yourself bare so that you can grow as a soul, so that new experiences can flow to you with ease and then you can partake in them your soul can partake in them and experience what it's here to experience so the really cool thing about being a deliberate co-creator is this baseline understanding that infinite potential means that all possibilities exist they're just waiting for you to give form to them so i know when i first was going through my my spiritual awakening, that kind of scared me a little bit to think about infinite potential and what what that meant for me, right? I I found myself feeling a little bit, I wouldn't say scared, it was more so a discomfort, kind of like this recognition of, oh wow, this is so much larger, like life is so much larger than what I thought it was, than everything I've ever been taught. Like they're so there's so much, right? Like abundance is real. It's the only thing that's real. And all of this lack and competition bullshit is just that bullshit. And so when you've been trained to think one way and then you realize that that's not true and then you begin thinking the way that is true, of course, that's going to bring up some shadows and just some uncomfortable feelings in general, because you're basically rewiring an entire belief system around one concept to its opposite. So not only did that feel somewhat uncomfortable for me, maybe even a little bit frightening, but I found that as an unconscious co-creator that I had been working overtime It's that energy of trying to do everything yourself 
and trying to control everything and depending only on yourself because you don't have this awareness yet that there is something else that is working on your behalf, which is the world of spirit. So as I was writing in my journal this morning, I asked the question, where am I working overtime? And I know that phrase can sound like, you know, going into work and, and doing doing all the things and wearing all the hats, right? But in terms of my reality and where I am now, you can still be working overtime in that you are overthinking, overfeeling, possibly avoiding thinking, avoiding feeling. There are ways like distracting yourself, procrastination. There are ways you can be, quote unquote, working overtime so that you're in a state or in a vibration where you're not allowing the universe to do its part and to do its job. And so what I ended up doing in my journal was I split the paper in half. So I drew a line down the middle of the paper. And on the left-hand side, I wrote my job. (laughs) And on the right-hand side, I wrote the universe's job. And I just want to share what I wrote with you because if you've also been feeling this kind of overwhelm or pressure or impatience that things feel like they're just not coming to you in the way that you had hoped, in the time that you had hoped, or there's just this overall energy of kind of like, what is going on? What am I doing wrong? Am I doing this wrong? Am I doing it right? Like, I thought I I thought I grew so much. I thought I've, I've learned so much. I've been through so many experiences. I've done the inner work. I've done the shadow work. Like, why, why aren't things happening, right? Like, why do I feel kind of stuck or like I'm just floating in this weird void space? If that's how you've been feeling any of those emotions, this exercise that I'm about to share with you will go a really, really long way in shifting your perspective because that's all anything actually is. So on the left-hand side where I wrote my job, my job every single day is to hone my vibration, stay fluid like water, which also means staying present in the moment, not ruminating over the past or projecting you know, my insecurities or things from the past into the future. My job is to express gratitude and appreciation. My job is to pursue the nudges. My job is to rest and recharge. And my job is to ask for guidance and receive. So really just take everything I just said into account. That is the job of all of us, but if you are a deliberate co-creator, then you understand that those things right there are the only things that actually matter. Nowhere in there does it say action and doing this, doing that, and trying to control this. And there is no, there is no action or, or efforting to the point where you are burning yourself out and you're so exhausted and you just Again, you feel like you have your hands in everything. You feel like you're wearing so many hats and you're doing so much, but then you're not getting the results you want. And so that's just like perpetuating this whole cycle of work, 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 burnout, 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 don't rest and recharge. And so you just keep going and things continue to not happen. And it is a vicious cycle where ultimately you just 
stop caring at some point and you surrender, which is exactly what this left column that I just read to you, that's exactly what that is, is surrender. And then you'll find that the things come to you, but you mistakenly attribute it to all of the work and the cycling that you did in that terrible cycle. You... (laughs) you attribute it to that. And that's a mistake because that's not what it was is because you finally let go and just surrendered and said, this will come to me when it comes to me. Or like, I don't care. Not necessarily I give up, but just like, I don't care. I'm walking away from this. I'm stepping away from this for the time being, right? That is surrender. And that's where the universe can do its job and work its magic and bring the thing to you. Okay. So as a deliberate co-creator, Those things right there, that's your only job. Honing your vibration, staying present and fluid in the moment, expressing gratitude and appreciation, pursuing the nudges that do come to you, resting and recharging, asking for guidance and receiving. That's your only job every single day. And that, I hope that makes you like breathe a sigh of relief because it is relieving. You realize there's no pressure and that any pressure you've been putting on yourself is because you were unconsciously co-creating that you felt like you had to do it all yourself when in fact you do not. And so on the right hand side in this column, I wrote the universe's job. And so I'm going to kind of pair these up so you can see how my job correlates to the universe's job and how if I were trying to do both, the universe doesn't have anything to do. And then I'm just burning the candle at both ends and I'm left with nothing or a giant pile of wax, right? Like it's just, <laughs> it's just, I'm left with nothing. Um, okay. So when I am honing my vibration, the universe's job then is delivery of desires as well as the law of attraction. So bringing like things to me because when my vibration is in, a certain place, a very high vibrating place or high frequency, then the universe is going to bring things to me, opportunities, ideas, inspiration, nudges that match that vibration I'm in. And so that also allows for the delivery of my desires and the things I want to manifest to come to me faster. When I stay fluid and present, the universe's job is to provide opportunities to provide lessons and things that I can learn as well as experience. You cannot experience life truly if you are not present because life is happening now. It is only ever happening now. And so if you are in the past or in the future, you're wasting time. You are not in the now and therefore it's going to feel like there are no opportunities or things coming your way, like no ideas or nudges coming your way. And that's because they're not because those things happen in the present. They can't happen in the past or the future. Next, if my job is expressing gratitude, that means the universe's job is bringing me even more to be grateful for, right? Again, it's the law of attraction, bringing me more, more things that match my vibration, more feelings, more experiences, more opportunities, more manifestations that match that vibration. And so this is a beautiful cycle where the more I appreciate and the more I'm grateful, the more things that happen for me to appreciate and be grateful for. So next is pursuing the nudges. So if that's my job, then the universe's job is to provide the 
energy, and I don't want to really say the tangible energy, but more of that inner energy, that inner fire to help me pursue the nudges where I am quote unquote acting and taking action and doing things, but it doesn't feel like effort. It doesn't feel like effort because I am lined up with that soul nudge, with that spark of inspiration. And so the universe will provide that inner fire and that inner spark to keep me going so that I can take the action and do the things I need to do. Next is resting and recharging. So if that's my job to rest and recharge, then the universe's job is while I am resting and recharging, I'm in a place of non-resistance. Talked about this before. This is what happens when you sleep. I've talked about this before. When you are in a place of non-resistance, there is nothing bumping up against your desires. There's nothing bumping up against anything because you are completely unconscious, right? That's also why it's really important to make sure you are in a high vibration before you go to sleep, that you are in a place of inner peace. And I guess you could really just say contentment because that is going to, that's like your baseline for all those eight hours or however long you sleep. That's the baseline. And so the universe is working its magic during that time while you are completely unconscious and asleep to help bring these things to you faster. So when you rest and recharge, the universe's job is to work with that non-resistance that you're putting out there, which means it can rearrange things faster for you. And lastly, asking for guidance and receiving, if that is your job, then the universe's job is to give answers and give to just give, period. And that allows you to receive. So do you see how if you are asking for guidance, but also trying to like find the answers and seek the answers instead of allowing them to come to you, you're trying to like, that means you're trying to give to yourself so that you can then receive. Do you see how that energy is being an unconscious co-creator where you are trying to wear all the hats and do the things? And so the universe is sitting there as your partner just watching you try to do all the stuff and they're better at this half of the equation than you are. And so they're just watching you waiting for you to stop and realize that you're trying to do it all and that you need to let them do the part that they're there to do, the part that they're good at, right? So you really have to think about your relationship with the universe as a partnership, And if you're trying to do things that are the universe's job, that's why the things aren't coming to you and manifestations aren't happening, that the timing feels like it's taking so long, that you have, you know, a lot of impatience. It's because you're, you're trying to do it all and you're not here to do it all. So this exercise is so powerful. I highly recommend doing this same exercise, like writing down what your job is and writing down what the universe's job is. You may have more things to add under your job. For me, this is where I'm currently at right now. This is because I've been on my spiritual journey for four to five years. And so my job used to have a much longer list because I still had beliefs around what I thought I had to do in order to receive. And I have found, this is the paradox of life, The more you surrender and the more you let go, the more, the more things come to you and the more quickly they come to you. 
So I could probably even knock off some more things on this list, but that's just where, again, that's just where I'm at in my spiritual journey. Your list may look a little different, but I guarantee you that doing this will relieve some of the pressure and will shift you into the mindset of being a deliberate co-creator instead of an unconscious co-creator. Okay, so that is all that I have got for this episode today. I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope that you found it helpful and insightful. In case you didn't know, I have launched a new service that started on June 1st, which are intuitive energy readings. So this is where I am tapping into your energy and also using tarot and oracle card decks, a combination of those to provide guidance and insight. So if there is some aspect of your life where you are feeling stuck, where you feel like you you want to receive guidance, maybe you've tried to receive guidance and the messages are just unclear or you're not really sure what they mean, I would love to help be a channel for you to get that information to you. I have already been able to help so many people since I launched this June 1st. You can go read all the testimonials on my website at innerdivinealchemy.com readings. Again, I would love to help you. I feel like this is what This is a part of my soul journey and my soul mission is to learn how to listen to my own intuition and really tap into the the Akashic records and the divine energy of the universe and to be able to bring the information forth that is most going to serve you during this time to help you move forward and get out of the place that you're currently in. Just note that I do close readings for about one to two weeks every month, and it does take between five to seven days to get your reading to you. And that's because I am tapping into so many energies on any given day, and I have to make sure I am doing all the things I just listed to really rest and recharge to make sure that I am fully cleansed before tapping into another person's energy. So if you are in a place where you are wanting to get a reading, to book a reading, I would highly recommend doing that before I go on my break for the month of July. And if you're looking for more spiritual content as well as a spiritual community to really connect with, I would love to have you in the Inner Divine Collective, which is my spiritual monthly membership community. It is only $14.99 a month and you can cancel at any time. And again, if you like this podcast and all the things we talk about, we have monthly themes. So every single month we have a spiritual theme that we really dive into. There are videos, workbooks, affirmations, meditations, all the things, right? So I would love to have you in there. Just go to innerdivinealchemy.com slash collective. I will leave both links for the collective as well as the intuitive card readings in the show notes for you. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening. I appreciate all of you more than you know, and I will chat with you in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in today. For more beyond this podcast, make sure to check out my website at innerdivinealchemy.com and give me a follow over on Instagram at innerdivinealchemy. Don't forget to check out The Collective where we have monthly themes on all things metaphysical and spiritual. I'll chat with you all again very soon.